<clears throat> nobody. 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 Nobody rage short stories. Hi everyone, I'm Jeremy. And I'm Megan. And you're you, and you're watching Nobody Read Short Stories, where two writers talk about writing. Yes, so these are our short, what we call cranky talk sessions, where Jeremy and I talk about short stories, the books that we're reading, and we do these episodes in between the main seasons where we read short stories, and you can find all of our previous episodes at nobodyreadshortstories.com. Check them out. All right, Jeremy, are you ready to crank cranky? I'm sure. Is crank... Is Cranky ready to be cranked is the question. Cranky is always ready to be cranked. Um, all right, let's go. All right, we're ready. Why don't you go first? Oh my goodness, the pressure. Hey, I just noticed that my my tank top matches my book. That was not intentional. Never mind. I'm just joking. It was totally intentional. Whatever it was totally intentional. So this is my book, All Boys Aren't Blue by George M. Johnson. I am currently doing a buddy read, and it was on my list. I have a whole bunch of books on my Goodreads list, and so this was one we decided on. Um, I, I'm enjoying it way more than I thought I would enjoy it. I, I love how heartfelt it is. Um, I can picture any kid reading it. Like, it's not just for adults. I think it's for everyone. Um, I wanted to share a few quotes. Um, are you guys ready for quotes? I'm yes, ready. Yes, I'm ready for quotes. Okay, awesome, because I'm going to share them anyway. <laughs> um, one that I really liked is, uh, trauma has a funny way of showing up in our lives during the moments when we least expect it. Mm-hmm. And then here is another one. He's talking about He's talking about like going to elementary school. He is a black queer student. So I just don't wanna take this out of context. Um, From the principal down to the guidance counselor, we were surrounded by white authority figures in my elementary school. We had a minimal number of black teachers, but black folks were always the janitors, lunch ladies and secretaries, which wouldn't be a problem if if they also held positions of power. Obviously, there's nothing wrong with any of these jobs, but it would have been better to see Black people as our teachers and administrators, too. Um, Yeah, that's that's such an important commentary on, like, you you know, you can't be what you can't see. And, like, being mm -hmm. able to see people who look like you in places of authority is so important. Like, even if you don't realize it, it makes a difference on your side. Small things. Small things. He says sometimes that... It, he says everything starts small. Like he says that one of the things he says, I keep saying says, is that it doesn't directly always seem racist, but then certain patterns, ha- patterns happen. Like he talks about how the black community, they don't have the lessons to swim as much. So the drowning is way higher. And he mm-hmm. says every little thing affects that, you know, like, you know, his his mother also had a fear of drowning. And he says, who knows if that is from being shipped over from the the boats and it's still there, like still little things trigger that. And those little triggers open up and cause this like thing. And 
Another thing I found really interesting and I loved is how he talks about history and how we decide how we tell history. His example, and I, it was a really long example so I couldn't use it, was how he talks about Abe Lincoln. And as a kid, he and all his friends who were black were really excited about Abe Lincoln. They were like, Abe Lincoln was my friend. And then he found out later some of the things that Abe Lincoln said that weren't pro-black people. Um, mm -hmm. And some of the quotes that he has in there are awful. Like they're, they're terrible, terrible quotes. Um, mm -hmm. So it's interesting how we select history to make ourselves feel better as white people. Oh yeah, I mean, history is written by the victors, right? Yeah, so that's unfortunate. To make themselves seem like they were on the right side of the moral cause. And, and we want to erase it. We want to say that we're not responsible for anything and we just want to put it behind us. But then yeah. by doing so, we're not acknowledging that there was ever a problem. And I actually think that's one of the situations that is most problematic with our education system is it happened and we should understand what happened so that we don't relive the same mistakes. You know, that oh, it's it's not about placing blame on people. It's about learning from past mistakes so we can go forward and have a better world. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that's why I think it's so great to showcase, um, you know, in, in celebration of Black History Month, like that's why I think it's so it's so great to like showcase authors, yes, African American authors, but but anyone who is not like the normal history writers, you know, because the we're like telling, being able to tell their stories and put it into a book and have it out for people to read is so because that oh it's there hasn't always been that opportunity for people of color and. And it's an opportunity that. for us all. Let's not lie. It's an opportunity Absolutely. for us all to hear different perspectives on what it means to be a human being. You know, Absolutely. just illuminating. And, and speaking of, Megan, I'd, I'd like to hear about your book. I think this took oh, up too yeah. much time. Um, I, I do want to note that I don't think Cranky's working right now for whatever reason. So maybe Mark can just like cut us off in three minutes. Um, Mark, can you do an <laughs> noise in three minutes? I don't know what's going on with Cranky. So, um, so you might never see Mark, but you will hear him go, eh. So of those of you who don't know, Mark is, Mark is our, our third partner, and uh, he does all of our vaccine wonderful magic. They don't believe us. They they really think they, that we're, it's Mark. an imaginary friend to them. It's They're like, whatever, Megan and Jeremy, whatever. <laughs> so um, I wanted to talk about this great book that I've been reading. Um, oh, I love the cover. Ladies by Disha Philal. I'm so, I'm Phil y'all. I'm so excited about this book for many reasons. Um, it's, I love the title, The Secret Lives of Church Ladies. And it's the perfect title because it is all about, um, like every woman in these stories has some sort of like attachment to religion or to the church. And, and she's working something out in, in terms of, of her, religious upbringing or it's showcasing some kind of double standard in the church or, or what it's like to just kind of like be a black woman and, and figuring out your relationship with God, which I, I think is, is really um, a specific theme. What was one of your biggest aha moments? 
in it where you were like, oh my goodness, I never thought about that? Um, hmm. I don't know. I didn't, I don't really, I can't right off the top of my head think about like an aha moment, but I will say like the joy, a lot of the joy I've gotten out of this book has mm. been like feeling like the women in these stories can really and truly express themselves. Like they're not being, yes, they're being, you know, oppressed in, in society, like, like, like you would normally, but they themselves see themselves as free to be the people that they are and that these women and however they bump up against like what society wants them to be, they are true to themselves and true to like who, who they know themselves to be. Like one of the stories is about this, uh, this young woman who has a, like a, a behind the, the door sexual relationship with her high school friend and, you know, like get together once a year at New Year's for like a sexual tryst. And the friend is always talking about getting married and, you know, like doesn't really acknowledge the fact that they have this lesbian relationship. And yet the friend is like, so she doesn't engage in these types of conversations. You know, she's like, as the friend is talking about, um, you know, her, her conflict with God, you know, religion and her sexuality and like, wanting a man to sort of ground her and everything the the other protagonist in the story is like taking her clothes off and like it's it's um and then like embracing the moment and embracing their attraction and and i just love that idea of like these women kind of just taking control of what they want and what they're after and not sort of letting all of the the voices that are trying to oppress them Oh my god, I jumped. Oh that my god. That scared the crap out of me. Did that scare the crap out of you? Yes, that sounded like a velociraptor. Okay, Megan, you need to from now on like make sure that Cranky's working cuz I like it when you're jumping. I don't like it when I'm jumping. See, it's not awesome when it's right there with you, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Cranky will work next time. Yes, yes. So um yes. So thank you all um, for listening tonight. Um, if you haven't already, please go to our YouTube and like and subscribe. Uh, leave us a comment. Let us know what stories you like. Our authors also love to hear from you, so it's not just for us. Um, we are reading short stories for season three right now. So if you have a story or you know an author, please let them know that we are accepting submissions through February 15th. You can go to our website, nobodyreadshortstories.com, and find all of our submission information as well as the portal to actually upload the story. And the most important thing is we're trying to get the word out about our free little thing that we're doing here. So if you have friends or family that are really interested in audiobooks or books, let them know we're here. Like, we want to grow, and we want to grow. Uh, that's all. We just want to grow. Gonna grow. So go to Spotify and Amazon and Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Uh, you can download any of our episodes from the app and they'll be on your phone and ready for you to listen whenever you need a story. And we're also on social media. So if you have Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, you can find us there. And if you tweet us, make sure to use the hashtag NRSS podcast. I did it right. Yeah. And if you just like 
you know, are in the mood for something orange and purple, please go to our website, nobodyresearchstories.com. You can find all of our merchandise. You can find the beautiful pillow. My dad actually just bought one. And I bought I a pillow? Like, bought a pillow. He did. Oh my and goodness. It's because it. we show this pillow all the time. It I is. bet this you, is the biggest seller. Right? I think so. Um, so but funny. I, I sat in a chair with it and it was like really comfortable on my back. So I... So if you need a pillow to like snuggle up with, I would definitely recommend it. But if you also need like a fanny pack to carry your things in, if you need some socks because your feet are cold, a hoodie because it's still chilly, there's ar Arctic blasts coming down from Canada, you need something warm, uh, check out all of our merchandise. Any of your needs, we have an NRSS podcast. Uh, exactly. And Megan hasn't told you this, but like in three months, we're planning on cloning ourselves and selling ourselves as well. Oh, yeah. There's going to be like Megan and Jeremy holograms that you can like can come visit you in your Just home. Little ones. Little yeah. ones that you can put in your closet. Wait, yeah. I don't want to be well, put back in the closet. Let's let's take that out. <laughs> okay, let's erase that. Nope. No closet. Erase, erase. Pretend like that didn't happen. Fun story time. Nothing creepy at all. Uh. <laughs> oh. and, and also, speaking of us being creepy, if you want to creep on us, you can go to our website. Uh, we have separate websites. <laughs> Megan's website is MeganAMorrison.com. Anytime she has news, she will send you information about herself. <laughs> Well, if you sign up for notifications, you will receive an email. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And Jeremy's like cracking me up right now. Okay. So if you want to know more about Jeremy's work, you can go to his website, jeremyraystories.com. And if you sign up for notifications, you will get a brand new story right in your email every Tuesday. Every They're Tuesday. amazing. Don't miss it. Check it out. Um, I feel like we're missing something. Oh, make sure that you tune in next week because we are having a very special Valentine's Day episode of um, You're Getting a Bonus Story episode. This is um, going to be our first ever flash fiction episode where we're going to be reading several short, short stories that are 250 words or less. And they're all going to be somewhat romance themed as romance as interpreted by our wonderful author. So Please make sure that you check that out. Uh, it's going to be a um, it's going to be really cool. So we're we're excited. We're really excited. We're so excited. We're even going to have our dead play not playwrights but dead writers back a little bit. That's all we're going to say. Just yeah. slightly, a little bit. We got kind of seancey. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I've ruined so, this whole episode, Megan. It's okay. So just make sure that you make sure that you show up February fifteenth. Six o'clock. Here's some dead authors. <laughs> All right. So I think we have everything. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. So we won't have Cranky Talk next week. We're actually going to have stories from our authors that we've had in the last past seasons. So, um, yeah. yeah. So make sure that you tune in. Bye. <laughs> no one reads short stories. I really don't know what they're written for Go write a short story and throw it out the door
Cause no one reads your story Funny, sad, or gory No one reads your stories anymore Yes, no one reads your stories 